Hey, Cameron. Yeah, what's up, man? You like apples? Oh, I love apples. Granny Smith, Pink Lady, Fuji, Red Delicious. Name an apple. I've tasted it. All right. Yeah, well, what about this one? With this one, you can control the freedom of thought. How do you like them apples? That is one I have not tasted. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. I am, of course, your host, Ryan, and joining me, as always, we've got Joel with us. Joel, how you doing today? Ryan, I'm doing good. i am got water right here, which is great. Uh, water is pretty great. Water's pretty good. I see what it's you're like drinking an, out of like over there. It's like an apple. There. Why don't you yes. tell the folks at home what you're drinking out of right now? I'm drinking out of a hydro flask. What's on the hydro flask, you say? My cousin at Holly's Hobbies on Instagram made me an in and out cup hydro flask. Wow, that it's is gorgeous. Ju- that it's is incredible. just lovely. That is lovely. And what it. was that that we hear in the distance? Why, that's Cameron, of course. Cameron, oh, how are hey. you doing today? Oh, hi, everyone. Cameron, the 10 eyed son. Yeah, that's me. Hello. That's it. That's it. That's I was it. I was trying to think of how to come back to that and uh i got nothing no what come have you guys back, been... it, was, it was like a compliment it wasn't like a wasn't yeah a i know but i was trying to like i was gonna say like i'm a 10 out of tennyson but you know i'm um, oh that too that too that's you know. also correct thank you appreciate well, it so ryan you were gonna say something yeah probably um i was just gonna see how everybody was doing it's been oh. a couple days since our last recording well you know uh I'm 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 all right. You know, I just watched the the football <laughs> I'm game. All right. The football games this weekend were really boring. Can you actually. really call that a football game? Yeah. What uh, tonight? Yeah. There I was see, there was only I, one good game this weekend. No, there's two, right? The Cincinnati uh, Las Vegas game and the, oh, I forgot and the, about and the Dallas San Francisco, right? Yeah. 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 I didn't watch any of the games, but I know all the scores, or except tonight. I don't know what happened tonight. Um, I, I just know the Rams kind of beat up on him. Yeah, good they thing, look good. Thing Justin Herbert was in the playoffs, but we got to see Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, right. Not you know, do anything? Can we, we let's talk about that real quick. Why do we need seven teams from each conference in the playoffs? The seven seed teams were just absolutely atrocious. They were yeah. terrible. Pittsburgh was awful, and Philly was probably what was the worse. Playoff format last year. Last year, it six. Was, last year it was two. yeah top. Two, it yeah. used to be the top two get buys, buys, and then the other four play. Now it's the number one gets a buy. And two plays seven, three plays six, and four plays five. And, and all of the team, I mean, they were all slaughters except for, um, I mean, we, the Raiders eventually came. The bank because the Bengals were beating the Raiders pretty badly. They were, yeah. And then, but and then like Dallas was losing until they came back and then played literally the dumbest play of the season. Yeah, I want to give a shout out real quick to all the Packers fans who don't have Mike McCarthy as their coach anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all of them. Yeah. Matt Lefleur. And fucking fast and luxurious. Dak Prescott cheering fans for throwing um for throwing shit at the referees today. Mm -hmm. Shout out to him for being for doing their job. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's like, no, 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 I can place the ball here. I got it. Don't worry, guys. I'll spot it. I I don't know how you go. For it. I I understand. It's a fucking terrible. Well, at play. least the Cowboys are locked into Dak Prescott for another like 150 million dollars over the next six years. At least they have that going for them. Good. Yep, Cowboys will be Cowboys. No, Cowboys be cowboying. Yep. Just checking um, to see if y'all still them boys. No, they were. You never guys ever see boys. that? You guys ever see that meme? The mm-hmm. NFL memes where they keep adding all the all the people. Who are dem boys now? Isn't that Cincinnati? No, it's the Cowboys. No, that's that's uh that's America's team. Not and America. No, no dem boys. Dem boys. Yeah, oh. it's that's the Cowboys. I thought the Bengals kind of stole that. A couple of years ago, when no. like Ocho Cinco was on the team, I didn't uh, know those were good times. Good times. Good times. You know what wasn't a good time? Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about this. But before yeah. we do that, before Ryan said, <laughs> I'm just doing a bunch of different inflections during this whole episode. I like was, this. I like you this. know what, Ryan? I'm actually curious. What's yep. Joel's question of the week? I, he wow. was about to throw it. I know. Wow. I wanted to steal wow. it. Wow. Rude. Rude. <laughs> Sniped me right Absolutely. there. Absolutely just stole from it. Um, I have two options. I don't okay. know which one to go with. Um, you know what? Yeah, you know what? We haven't d- we haven't done one in a while, so let's do both. Okay. So the first one, and this one's more of a this one's less of a like you get to make something up, and I guess more of a just what the option <laughs> is. If you were to link into the animus and connect to an ancestor of yours, do you have an ancestor of, like, notability at all? Yeah. If so, who is it? Uh, Cameron, go ahead. Uh, um, Alfred Lord Tennyson. He's a pretty famous poet. Nice. Do you guys know the line, it's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all? Yeah. That was that, that was Alfred Lord Tennyson. Damn, that's, that's my incredible. uncle. That's awesome. So, that's a really cool one. Um, so yeah, definitely him. Cool. Ryan, do you have one? Not really. No, I have never done like the ancestry.com stuff. I know like, I think I have like a, like a great grandfather that, or great, great grandfather that was in the Italian mafia. So, oh, damn. Yeah. So that would be kind of cool. So that's why when Ryan like doesn't tell us what he's doing and he just says he's busy, we know what he's doing now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's got his secret stuff. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm busy. I was working on stuff. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay. It's cracking skulls. Yeah, at always. I was wondering why there's what so many you? pizza joints around you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget about it. There's like um, seven pizza places around Ryan. Are. Yeah, and they're all okay, except one that's really good. And did you see they they shared my post unsolicited? Did they? Yes. So oh, I, posted, I didn't see that. Ryan and I went and tried this pit fire pleat. Ple- Oh, Pitfire Pizza <laughs> place in Hollywood. Pitfire Pizza. <laughs> Pitfire Pizza in North Hollywood. Uh, like a month ago, probably a while more. ago. Yeah. Um, and like that night, I shared the post on Was my dude food. food? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like yesterday, I get a notification, and I thought it said like, "Do you know what the PB and J and our PB and J pizza stands were?" And I thought they were commenting on my post, but no, they shared it, and I was like, "Wow, it's incredible!" Big time. Absolute big time. Did absolutely nothing for my page, but you know. No. That's why we have to go back. Yeah. You were like, do back you know who I am? to the Matrix. No. <laughs> no. You shared. We are not going back to the Matrix. You shared my post. I believe that earns me I one free pizza. Pit fire pizza. We, 
we are done with all things Matrix. No more Matrix talks. We are all talked out of the Matrix thanks to our friends at Genre Geeks over there. Thank you, yeah. Genre Geeks. Thank Congrats, you. Matt and Mark Movie Show to 500 followers. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. Cameron and Joel. Yeah, congratulations to Matt and other Matt who do a great job with that show. What's your second question? I, well, he didn't answer the first one. I oh, wait, that's yeah, right. Sorry. Um, I have... Uh, my like great great and however many greats uncle of mine is geronimo famous native american what Are, if you're familiar with the phrase um, crazy geronimo um, it's crazy that's him so wow, that's him that's pretty cool there you go so that would be what, mine what fun answers look at all those fun answers we had that is fun answers good for us man yeah uh what was um, the second okay question? the second question is this one's a little more freestyle same thing if you could plug into the animus but you can link yourself to any figure in the history of film. Oh, who would it be? History of film? Yes. Oh, man. Wow. Do you have an answer already? I don't know if I do. No. Okay. Um, See, I was thinking I have one. Okay. Um, And I was thinking Joel might pick the same thing. Although I feel like Joel would say Steven Spielberg. But um, wait, do they have to be dead? No. It could oh, be anyone. Okay. I feel like Joel might say Steven Spielberg. I'm actually thinking uh, Kubrick, mm. just because. I mean, what I would love to do and in, to get inside of that guy's mind. Uh, some very, 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 very interesting films. Obviously, very, very influential. How many Kubrick well. films have you seen, Cameron? It's a great question. Honestly, not that many. Like zero? No. <laughs> Space Odyssey. 2001 a space odyssey um yeah I yeah know. he didn't see the 2002 version um uh clockwork it was just, orange it was all black and white it was clockwork like, orange <laughs> okay um you've seen the two most popular well yeah. two of the three most popular i would say um shit what's the you see the... full metal jacket no i haven't seen that oh that one's great um oh, shit what's the fucking one with the atomic bomb what is the name dr strange dr strange stop yeah. worrying and love the bomb there you go Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen dr strange you've seen the those are the three. Oh, and the shining duh fucking yes those are the four i've seen you've seen a decent amount yes i'm surprised considering you don't really watch a lot of classic films well i mean it's classic like a, being anything pre- i just time, watched right? um clockwork orange like jeez what kind of mental what kind of ago. mental space were you in when you chose <laughs> to watch that um i was in the middle of depression so yeah that one's not great yeah that's that's a tough movie to sit through. Not because it's bad, just because it really, really hits. That movie's hard. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's... shout out to the Clockwork Orange guys who got a cameo in Space Jam. Too. Yeah, that was a very yeah, interesting yeah. choice. Pe- by... Pepe Le Pew can't be in it, but they're those like, guys huh, can. What if <laughs> and... we put in these guys who like their whole purpose and their whole goal is to murder and rape people? I mean, Pennywise eats children, and he got to be in the movie. So yeah, at least it's kind of fun though. I don't know if there's much fun about the gang in the uh, Clockwork Orange. No, probably not. Um, Joel, do you have an answer? I'm thinking. I it's got. Really de- it's a there's good a couple question. kind of floating around. Do you have one? I'm st- I'm debating between a couple. I think. I'm honestly trying to figure out what what area of the industry I would even want to go in. That's that's the where part. I'm kind of flipping around. Because um, like part of me is trying to think of somebody who like would have seen a good broad spectrum of the industry. And right. I mean, like right. like the early days, 
you know, the studio system all the way to modern time. Actually, you know who, you know who I'm going to pick? I'm going to pick Mel Brooks. Interesting. Interesting. I like that choice because I think he'd just be a ton of fun. Interesting. Just have a good time. So, and you're getting to direct and act. So I like it. Mel Brooks. Yeah. You know, um, I think I'm going to go the actor route and I think I'm like, I would just get to, but basically with the animus, you're just reliving experiences right. from those people. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'd like I'm to, that's why I'm surprised Cameron didn't pick Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. honestly, no, I'm going to, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go with John Hughes. Oh, that's a really good one too. I like yeah, that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think that would be, I mean, John Hughes just dominated the eighties and got to work with a lot of cool people, made mm-hmm. some of the best films of that era. And I would just like to be in his mind when I, to see what, how he goes about those things. Um, all right. So yeah, that was, you know that was a really good question. Some people might have picked up before, but definitely not after today is Joss Whedon. Oh yeah, you guys see the interview I that, that. Well, oh. Joss Whedon did today, or that came out today. Mm-hmm. Why don't you um, why don't you dive a little bit into that? Because uh, oh. I think you, I think one of you should do it because of of the three of us, I'm the most biased against Joss Whedon. Boy, do I feel good about my stance today. Um, yeah. So I didn't read the entire. Did you article, see it, Ryan? But um, I I skimmed it. I don't know fully what happened. Um, but essentially, a lot of stuff came out about. Well, not stuff came out. Joss Whedon was gave an interview to Vulture, which is um, a kind of subsection or um, owned by the New Yorker, um, and it was like kind of one of the weirdest interviews ever, like defenses ever. Like he was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah, I did that, or like he would like give like really weird excuses for stuff, like. Um, like when he said like the Gal Gadot thing where he said that like he could ruin her career or like, um, there was the whole train track, uh, thing. Um, like he said that like Gal, he literally said Gal Gadot's first language isn't English. So she misunderstood me, which I think <laughs> is like, oh, just an insanely, insanely racist thing yeah. to say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've all seen the freaking dc movies how 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 do we think that gal gadot how can anyone look at that and be like oh yeah it was probably a language barrier yeah like, come like, on oh, yeah, yeah she clearly doesn't understand english come on. When, she, when she just speaks broken english and it's not even that broken like yeah. what are you talking about i mean like, it's it's such a joke and then he said like the whole ray fisher thing he took ray fisher out or he cut his part because he just thought he was a bad actor <laughs> what we all saw Justice. We all saw the Snyder cut. What do the you Snyder mean? Yeah, he's a okay. bad actor. Ray Fisher, like, and like Ray Fisher's still in stuff today. It's not like people. Ray are like, Fisher's oh, a, a trained stage actor. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I, I, yeah. And then there was just like stuff he said in his. I don't know if you guys saw this, but like he said, uh, like he could not control him. Like he needed to have sex with as many women as he could it was impossible for him to hold back because he would later regret not what? being able to have sex with them what this is while he was doing buffy what the fuck yeah while he was working with all those like very young women yes. <laughs> around him oh yeah my exactly God. 
um there oh. was there was a person a, i forget what role it was and but anyway it was a it was a woman and she hadn't seen it was a writer it was that's right it was a writer on buffy and she hadn't seen joss in a while and she was at something and she saw joss and she was really excited to see him and um the first thing he said to her was you've gotten fat um christ <laughs> and so she God. so he made her cry there was another writer who said that like she was like explaining, you know, you know because Joss we know is peak human performance. Yeah, like that bald, <laughs> that bald fat sack of shit. Yeah, so totally. So he was so like a writer was explaining a story or a plot arc or something, and he went over to her chair and like lowered the back of the chair and like lowered the chair and like said, "Uh huh, keep talking." Like just like really, really weird, creepy, really creepy. shit like that, and it's just, and this was all stuff that like he was talking about and like didn't really he said that the cast of justice league was really rude to him and like he said that Zack snyder that warner brothers went to him because they didn't believe in Zack snyder's vision anymore which is kind of crazy because the reason why <laughs> Zack snyder quit yeah, justice hell? league was because of his family situation and the whole yeah his daughter. fucking daughter committed suicide like yeah so you talking it was about? just like it was just really interesting because we obviously have not heard from Joss Whedon in a while. Although he had that TV show that came, wasn't it that show with the Nevers or something like that. He had came out yeah. last year on HBO Max, but yeah. we still haven't really heard from him. And so this interview came out just kind of like, yeah, very, very weird, very icky. Um, and yeah, so, you know, hopefully this is the last we see of Joss Whedon. Can I just don't understand what people are trying to accomplish when they do these interviews or do these like things like this like do y'all remember a couple years ago when like when kevin spacey all that stuff first came out and then just out of nowhere like months maybe a year later he just pops up with a random video on youtube he's he's in his kitchen and he's got his apron on and he's just like slicing vegetables like saying like this really weird shit he was like an in character of like frank yeah Yeah. it's like well what are you doing like it was very weird well This isn't even the only time there was the the guy from uh, the Goldbergs who just got fired from his job. Jeff Garland. Yeah, Garland. Yeah, yeah, who just got fired. And he got fired because of like, obviously, there were issues that were happening. But like in an interview, when they asked him about it, he's like, oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I'm kind of hard to work with. And like, it's just like weird, like. I, like if you know it's an issue and you have no problem talking about it the way it, what why are you doing it i mean like i said i think it's probably narcissism because they can you know they feel like they're powerful we just watched i just watched bombshell with my uh, mom mm. and dad this weekend was that, your, was that your first time no it was my second time but my parents had my parents hadn't seen it and my dad was like how do people just do that and have no problem with, he's talking about Roger Ailes. Yeah, he's yeah, and yeah. like the men in the situation. He's like, how do you, they just do that and feel like good about themselves and like they can just get away with that kind of shit. And it's just power. It's all yeah. power thing. It's all power. I mean, it's like Harvey Weinstein kind of shit. Well, and that's what I told him. I said, I said, well, um, I found out in my podcast. Ryan was telling me that the version about Harvey Weinstein is coming out uh, mm-hmm. this year. Um, I said, you know, it's it's just all about power and yeah. You know, I can't s- wait. I can't wait to see that movie rip him a new sack. I can't wait. Um, and fuck all these people, like for real. Especially like uh, just typically today, Joss Whedon is the topic of discussion. But all of these people are just total fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. 
Um, and we're all better off without them. So I hope I like you said, I hope this is the last we hear from Joss Whedon because nobody should be hiring him to make anything anymore. It's not even like is that talented anymore. <laughs> there are much better directors. There are much better. Mm-hmm. There are much better creators in the sphere that should. Yeah, be I mean, given. yeah, but like Buffy is has a crazy fan base. So does Firefly. Um, but I mean, if this guy didn't land the Avengers gig, I don't think anybody would care who he is. So, I mean, that's probably a controversial opinion, but that's what I think. Makes me sad yeah, I because I loved, true. I loved um, Doctor Horrible sing along blog. That's right. That was him too. I, I wanted about a that. second one, but you know. yeah, Firefly is a great show. I would have loved to see more of that, but I don't want it. I don't want him to be involved with it. It's like the it's like the uh, like the J.K. Rowling Harry Potter thing. Like, yeah, I'd love yeah. to see more cool Harry Potter stuff. I just don't want her to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just sad that this is the state that some of these people are in. But um, you know, from one depressing topic to another, we are talking about Assassin's yeah, Creed this say. week. Um, Cameron. This was your choice. This is our first film of the new year that we were reviewing for the show. We haven't done one of these in probably like six weeks or something. It's been a while. Yeah, we took a couple weeks off and we had the the two episodes that came out before this one. Uh, What enticed you to go with Assassin's Creed as our return to our normal episodes? Yeah, so I remember watching this movie. I I was actually excited for this movie. When it came Um, out. Were you you a fan of the game franchise? Yeah, I like the video games. I thought that the games were, you know, fun. I I was excited because the director, I Kurtzel, is that his name? Ja- J- Justin Kurzel, yeah. Yeah, Justin Kurzel. Um, you know, he had just directed the um Macbeth. Macbeth with Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillard. Did you see that movie? No. The Macbeth? I didn't. Okay, I was like I was like I don't know anybody that saw that. But so. I like I I had like heard really good things about it and like yeah. i'd seen trailers and it was a gorgeous gorgeous looking movie from the trailers and like and like there was so much like michael fassbender put so much into the assassin's creed movie because like 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 personally like he did a lot of production work this they said like this is a, a passion project for him and like there was like this was a movie i waited for for a long time and there was a lot of hype for me anytime a trailer came out anytime a um news article came out i was always like as soon as it came out i would like stop what i was doing read it watch the trailer what have you because i like i was excited for it i like the video games i think they're pretty the older ones obviously the newer ones are kind of off the rails and but yeah. like the original games, like Assassin's Creed Two specifically, yeah, is really good. Excellent video game. One is cool, but two expands upon how good. Mm-hmm. Um, it adds really good things to the first from the first one, um, and like kind of perfects the issues that the first one had. Of course, three and like Brotherhood and whatever were kind of you know whatever. But I think the, I think the only good recent one was Black Flag. And that was even that was like 2015. Yeah, recent-ish. Um, yeah, that, I like that one though. But yeah, he's long, a pirate assassin. Long story short, I was very excited for this movie. I mean, I remember when they announced that all of the scenes in like you know the 1400s were going to be um, were going to be in um, Spanish. I was like, oh, that's dope! Like this is super cool. It's super cool choice. Like that's like I, i'm excited for that well uh, can i kind of that was one of my talking points would you mind if i just jumped in with that yeah go for quick it here um in the games though don't like when when the main guy goes into the animus and into that world don't they just speak like they just translate everything to english yeah anyway? yeah 
So like, I, I think that like, yeah, I think that's interesting um, in some cases, but in the case of this, this IP, it's not really what they well, do. Here's so here's the issue. All right. This movie as excited for I was, even if I wasn't excited for it, even if I hadn't played the video game, even if I just went in and watched the movie, it's fucking awful. Mm-hmm. This is like a made-for-television movie, dude. Dude, this I is. I thought the same thing mm-hmm. as I was watching it. That was one of the things that stood out to me. Was I? I don't know how you guys watched this, but I watched it through the ABC app, so it had commercials, uh-huh. and like it literally felt like when it went to commercials, I was like, "This feels like it was like yeah. written this way." Yeah. yeah, like it felt like this was the perfect spot for a commercial, and it it like a lot of the feel of it, the look of it, the performances. It felt a hundred percent. You nailed it on the head. Like it felt a hundred percent. Like it was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. You know what? Uh, like we've seen a lot of stuff over the run of this show, and I'm gonna say something that you guys might not agree with, but I, I just looking through the list and seeing uh-huh. what we've gone through, I feel comfortable saying that this is the most boring movie. Oh, that totally. I think we've watched this on movie this show. is so. It's so I, boring. Nothing like like I was waiting. You know how like a lot of times we pick these bad movies yeah. and there's like that yeah. moment that it's like okay, first of all this is it bad, goes off and then the rails, like, off the rails, yeah. Yeah. and you no, you start to get sucked here. into it. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. It, nothing. nothing matters in this movie. So, yeah, this boring is this movie is ridiculously boring. Now, have either of you played the Assassin's Creed games? I've no. played one, two, and Black Flag. Okay, so you so you know, Joel, so. In the games, at least when I first, when I, when Assassin's Creed was first introduced, yeah. I remember the trailers, like the Xbox trailers, you know, he's mm-hmm. jumping off of, you know, the, the towers, diving into the, <laughs> yeah. the haystacks. Jumping into he's, bales of hay, yeah. He's got the secret blade and you're like, oh, this is dope. And I boot up the game for the first time in the first like hour and a half mm-hmm. or two hours is mm-hmm. dude walking around a fucking doctor's office. Yep. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. So part of obviously in the movie um this is you know there's this arc but part of the game is like you know you're this um trans you know there's this um ancestor for from a assassin who is in the assassin's creed and they're going back and you're using they're using your memories to find out information which is what they do in the movie except for the characters in the movie not even they're not the same characters in the the plot in the movie the characters in the it's entire game. it's entirely original story for yeah. the universe it's based on the assassin's the creed game but it has right. nothing to the story is not is not the same story which is fine because i you know i don't fucking play assassin's yeah. creed for the story whatever however whoever made this movie the producers for this movie clearly never played the video game because there is not a single play no. person on this planet who played the video game and they're like you know what that assassin stuff it's all right but you know what i really like doing walking around the doctor's office yeah we should spend 80 percent of the movie doing that so i was yeah, curious that's the, about that's that. the worst part like as somebody who's never played the games before my limited knowledge of assassin's creed was parkour jumping off yeah. of buildings you know hidden blades and black flag was actually a game that i almost played simply because it was pirate based mm-hmm. and having not That's played great. any of the rest of them i was like oh, i should play this um and so i love that one i i went into this not you really think you think you think one of the important things in that game is you sing sea shanties so oh then yeah absolutely uh going into <laughs> this i a very limited knowledge i wasn't sure if all this animus stuff and all this was like something that's in the game 
Yeah. And now, now I'm hearing you guys talk about it and yeah. I'm reading about it a little bit right now. And I was like, Oh, so my question is, I guess to both of you, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, Cameron, do you feel like the way they made it play out in the movie, like, is terrible compared to the game or do you feel like it's yeah. like it's like a fair translation no. from the game no? here's here's what here's what i think mm-hmm. i think for some reason they took the part of the game that is crucial to the story based on just how you get to the good parts mm-hmm. and decided that that was the most important thing to showcase in mm-hmm. the film and that's just so off base because like yes it's important but it's not what people want to see. So when you finally get into those moments in this film, when you're finally in the past and seeing the fun action sequences, you don't care Mm because you're just, you're just already done. Like you are mentally checked out. And maybe this is something that I just personally had an issue with, but like you said, we'd go into the 1400s and you know, there would be this dialogue between characters and kind of explaining the scene. And then something would break out and it'd go into like a, four minute action sequence but during that four minutes it was like nothing was really happening <laughs> right it, it was, was just, just like it's just here's stunts. some cool stuff yeah like here's some you know it's like you no know it's like it's like it was like, like watching it was like watching like a stunt show at a theme park like yeah, that's basically that's what it was really what it felt like was like here we're not gonna really have much of a story but here's some cool things happening mm-hmm. that's you it know? yeah so the, so you touched on a couple things i want to go back first to the um like the, the animus stuff mm-hmm. okay like i said I, Ryan, I can't speak for you. Every, I feel like everyone I've ever talked to just always, like, I would skip as much. Like, all those cutscenes, everything. I did not give a shit about modern day. His name was Desmond, I believe. In, in one of in, the, in, in the in first, first two. In yeah. the first three games. He, that yeah, was Desmond's three. arc. Um, and who, who ended up being Ezio or whatever his name was. He right? was Altair and Ezio. Altair and Ezio, yeah. Or, and, like, and, like, I literally did not... You don't care a shit about him because his because it, the gameplay is so boring. I mean, like I said, you're literally walking around a doctor's office, mm. like doing like challenges that teach you like how to like jump and do it. Well, it, it the, sucks. It's the what do they call it? The you know exactly what you're saying. It's like the first missions are always like here's the controls. Yeah, the right. tutorials. It's your tutorial. Tutorials. Yeah. tutorials. Thank you. I know. And I think of the word. it's funny because in the games, and I I, I don't want to like. Obviously, this is a this is a video game movie, and I'm not trying to like compare it to the game and be like, oh, it's not like the game. That's why I don't. But you like have it. to, you it, have to with the video yeah, game you do. movies. Um, but like he, like I think the funniest thing is like in the games, he just like you know how there's like that contraption that like picks him up and he's like doing things and like yeah, like his spider walker thing. Yeah, yeah whatever it is. That's not in the video game. He's just laying on the table. Yeah, it's, like, it's not. So, they they just like inject him with something. They, yeah, like, oh, and he's just in the go world in his now. Memories and they can just watch the memories. Obviously, that doesn't make an interesting movie. But that brings me to my point. They do an avatar, <laughs> which is yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it brings me to the point where there's my in my opinion, if you are adapting Assassin's Creed into a movie. The way I do it is I can just completely 100% trash the modern day stuff. Yeah, I don't Yes, care. that's exactly where my mind was hoping. Like, yeah. especially with the, if you look at like the posters and stuff like that, like that's everything that they're promoting is like come to the 1400 yeah. stuff. And it's like, like, what am I, what am I here for? You know, <laughs> like I'm not getting to see any of the stuff that I want to see. You can tell. Just, 
such a much like a much more interesting story if you stay in one timeline rather than going back and forth and no one that no one wants you to stay in the modern timeline so sorry ryan you were gonna say something i was just gonna say i think this just is a greater issue for the assassin's creed franchise because the, one of the biggest complaints with that game franchise is that you just don't really care about the story that you're playing like mm-hmm. the gameplay is exceptional and they've started to move away from like the assassin element a little yeah, bit. Now right? it's just an RPG. Right. Yeah. But like those early games, like you didn't care about what the story was of the game. You would just enjoyed going around and literally just assassinating people yeah, in, the most create, in the most creative ways that you could think of. Like you would jump off of a rooftop, stab somebody with like your hidden knife, run away and like jump off of another building and like there's, hide in a bale of hay. Like, it was like it's no wild. Assassinations in this movie. No. There's no assassination. No. How do you not include an assassin? Yeah, he kills people with the hidden blade. But like the best thing ever in Assassin's Creed was like having a target walking behind him and just like slow, like, like secretly, sure. like yeah, hidden yeah. blade them and, and no just one walk knows. away. Right. And everyone's just like, oh, what the hell? That was so much fun in the yeah. game because you, like you like blend you like blend in with the crowd. Yeah, like it was. They really don't have cool. a single assassination no. in this movie. That's ridiculous. Because no, every kill is in front of somebody that saw it. Like every single one. And Joel, you're talking about you're talking about okay, like the action sequences. It felt like nothing was happening. Absolutely. But I think another thing that is a massive issue is the editing. Which mm-hmm. is oh, absolutely god awful. I ha- I have something else that I think is just equally as bad. Okay, this go is, for it. And this is something I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show. This is the worst lit film I've seen in a while. This movie is yes, disgusting. It's the, terrible to look it, at. It's not nice. It's so, not nice. There was to look so at. much. There were so many parts of this movie, namely in the 1400s, where I couldn't tell what was real and what was CG mm-hmm. because it was just like all in shadows. <laughs> Which is crazy because apparently, like 80 percent of the stuff that took place in the 15th century was pr- like practical. Like 80 yeah. percent. The stunt work, almost all of it was practical, but you, you but you can't tell. You know what frustrated me about this well i mean there was a lot of that fresh for me like that was one thing i was really excited coming into it because the visuals looked really cool and like i said the visuals for um you know uh, Macbeth looked really awesome as well and you know same director same cinematographer this is like legitimately when i came out of the movie i was like this is one of the most ugly movies i've ever seen yeah it yep. just mm-hmm. looks gross for so many reasons i like it looks like the coloring. It looks like some kid was editing this movie and just figured out how you could tint uh, scenes. Everything's like <laughs> this really weird red or yellow for some reason. And it's right at the jump too. Like when he goes into the animus for the first time, it's just really blurry and the light is like blinding well, his face. And there like, you go. This movie's blurry. Yeah. It's so weird. And I think like the director real, like, I don't know what went into this, but like, because of how ugly it looks for some reason, the director is like, you know what? I actually don't want anyone to see anything. So I'm just going to put up a shit ton of CG uh, smoke and fog. Yeah. So you can't see anything. It's so hard to see what's happening in this movie. You should never have a hard time seeing and like seeing something in the movie like it is hard like i feel like this is the kind of situation where like we talk about how ugly and how hard it is to see stuff in this movie but you can't actually understand that until you watch one of these action sequences or watch a sequence when they're in a city and it's just smoke it's just yeah it's just flat smoke and you can't see what's going on you can hear stuff and you can kind of see movements but nothing is clear because it's so 
gross and foggy. It's oh, it's awful. A hundred percent agree. A million percent. It's just I'm glad we're all on the same page on this. <laughs> I mean, it's just I mean, I don't know how you could watch this and not feel that way. Like I really don't. Like just just watching it is just it's just it feels like a job. Like it's there a, are it's literally no redeeming qualities. No, there's like, not a no. single good this. thing about this movie. And it sucks because this is it's like this movie was made for the podcast. This cast is fairly stacked. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say like loaded, but like there are some Oh, I think this cast is loaded. This cast is good. Movie. Yeah. And I mean, there are some massive names in this cast, I think. I had no clue that Marion Cotillard was going to be in this or Jeremy Irons. And then they're two like major characters. So Brandon Gleason. Yeah. Oh, and... Michael Kenneth uh, Williams. Also yeah. surprised. Yeah. I didn't know that he was going to be in there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was, it's like, like, you know, we always talk about like what, when we were trying to pitch this show, it's like, oh yeah, you know, Charlotte Rampling had high expectations, massive and, you know, maybe big cast and things like that. And yeah, the, everything about this movie lends you to think, oh, this is going to be something enjoyable. And yeah, there's not a single good thing about this. No, it's it's one of the worst film watching also, experiences. Also, you know something kind of a fun fact? This is my first ever time seeing a film with Michael Fassbender. I've never seen a single Michael Fassbender movie. I'm sorry that this is the first one. You've never seen, what do you, you've never seen Glorious Bastards? Oh no! I always I forgot. Okay. He's in okay. So then that's the only one. That's Joel's a liar. I'm a liar. You yeah. kind of here first, folks. I was like, I, I knew if there was one that you'd seen with a minute, it was gonna be that one. Well, I mean, like Fastbender. a big name, like, and I think he's a really good actor. But this is not a good showcase of his talent because, well, I mean, he just there's nothing to work with. All of these characters are just so wooden. Like, there's nothing of interest to them. It's not I mean, the actor. I don't think it's the actor's faults. I just mm-hmm. think this. I just think. This, yeah, this was definitely I, a film where like I didn't look at it and think like, oh, like they're not doing a great job. It's just there's nothing to work with, right? And like like um, Fassbender, uh, doing my research on this, this dude was like wh- like way involved in this film. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he was huge like, into it. He picked the director. He picked his co-star. He was part of the he uh, he was in the post production part of it, like doing sound and editing and everything. Like he was all in on this film. And it's just sad to see that because you wish his talents would have been used somewhere else. And he was really like, when, it's tough to see somebody be so passionate about a project, get to the finish line and just ultimately drop the baton. Was right his last movie really? Wow. Okay. So I was just looking at this because I'm like, Michael Fassbender used to be, I mean, like he used to be in everything. I mean, yeah. Like, like the, the early boom. 2010s was like his boom. Like he was everywhere. I mean, because he, he really took off after. I mean, obviously X Men, first class, but yeah. Shame, like yeah. that was like the one that brought him in, like to like the kind of prestige pictures, I guess you could say. He was obviously in um, Prometheus and Twelve Years a Slave, which are really big. Um, he was Steve Jobs. Yeah, I mean, he did an excellent job as Steve yeah. Jobs. He was Oscar nominated for that role. Yeah, right? he was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then he had Assassin's Creed, and then he did the Snowman. Yeah, that one. Which I don't know if if I you... think I would recommend not even discussing it because we will talk about that at some point. The Snowman. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, we'll just wait. <laughs> it's. I wanna I wanna mention one thing. Go ahead, go say for one the thing. for the viewers. The Snowman is such a disaster. They forgot mm. to shoot part of the movie, and then in this and then in post production just said, "Oh well." 
guess we don't have that part and that's why the movie makes no sense because they just didn't film like 25 pages of the script i that's sorry i had to mention that because that's just bonkers it's crazy dude yes i want to ask you something please so you talk about how michael fassbender was such a massive part of this he hired the director he was a producer on it all these things similar situation to after earth and will smith yeah of the two who do you think is is who do you think had it worse here this is a worse movie worse in what context who do you think made a bigger mistake i guess so you're not asking me which film is worse you're asking me who i would say i think it's a bigger drop by fassbender because i don't think he had the clout that will smith did it looks like a career killer will smith will smith could make after earth and it could suck, and he bounces right back. And he Michael did. Fassbender makes this, and like mm-hmm. Cameron says, like we haven't seen him that much after this and the Snowman. Like he's just like, not around for the last movies anymore. he's done to be um, to be this Snowman and Dark Phoenix. That's mm-hmm. pretty oh, rough. I, yeah. I forgot that's about Dark pretty Phoenix. rough. And that's the thing too yeah. is like you look at you look at someone like Will Smith who's like when you're putting out the volume of work that he is like, you're going to have some duds. It's just going to happen, but he's strong enough in such a big name that he can still come right. back and yeah, make a King yeah. Richard, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's untouchable at this point. Like he's one of those actors, but I, I get where your question is coming from. Like it, cause yeah, Will Smith was heavily involved in after earth. Um, so much, so much so that I was on the episode about that show and complaining about him not getting any of the blame for the movie. Yeah. So, between the two, which of the two films do you think, had it been given a better director, had a better opportunity of being a better movie? And that's for okay, either of you. That's to take. another. No, that's another really good question because I kind of touched on it earlier, where like I don't think like with Assassin's Creed as a franchise, you care that much about the lore. Mm-hmm. I think you could though if you made something. If you did a movie that was just set in the 1500s, right? You could do it, but then it's not real, or not. Yeah, then it's not really an Assassin's Creed movie, which is where it takes away. And we talked about on the After Earth episode how like they had plans to expand this to like many different mediums to like flesh out the world and keep continuing this story. Um. If you're asking me which one I would have maybe wanted to see more from, I think there's something of interest with what After Earth was doing where I would have liked to have seen somebody take a better sci-fi director take a better crack at it um, or a better side just team overall. Whereas with this one, I don't know what you could do different to make me care about what's going on because if you're going to pull directly from the assassin's creed lore i don't think there's enough there to make a successful film Cameron, did you want to touch on that at all yeah i think see i'll just go back like i just think in general i know ryan you said you can't do an assassin's creed movie without like i but like you can do adaptate like that i think that you can do an adaptation without having to go and do the modern day stuff I know so you, say, you would like, just ha- you would just have to basically be like, oh, this is a movie about Enzio. Like that's what would yeah, you have to do. And I don't think, I mean, I, one, I feel like in general, um, 
video game fans aren't going to care because like i said i don't know a single person who who's played assassin's creed and been like oh yeah i really like the modern day story i don't know anyone who does that and especially for casual audiences i feel like it's a much easier Mm -hmm. sell than being like oh this is a sci-fi movie where it's this guy who was related to someone and you go back and forth in time but all of the cool stuff you don't actually get to see it right it's just boring you know talking in like this dimly lit gray room and mother or sorry uh daughter father politics and uh apple that by the way <clears throat> what the fuck is the deal with this apple does anyone <laughs> yeah. fucking know it looks like a green I- goblin grenade <laughs> So I I actually wanted to touch on the Apple element behind it. I think there's something really funny to talk about here. But before we do that, let's throw a quick word to the sponsors. No! So in the very opening part of this movie, they do like a text crawl. And there's... So one of the lines in here should have been the first red flags. And they're like, oh, this is not this is not going to go well. So apparently, the main objective in this film is to get an apple. Mm. And the reason they need this apple... This is in the modern time. They need to find this item, this apple, because it controls the freedom of thought. So basically, it controls free will. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Well, so I think the idea... Well, it's the Apple of Eden, which of course we right, all know yes. the Apple story. Of Eden. Yes, thank we you. know the story that like a- Adam and Eve and two I the mean, Garden of Eden, the yeah. Garden of Eden, and it wasn't it's something that pissed me off is that it wasn't an apple. I swear to God, it's a fucking fruit. The Bible doesn't specify what type of fruit it is; they just say it's a fruit. So that kind of pissed me off that they called it an apple. Anyhow, um. Cause I'm like, if you're going to like do like this old lore kind of thing, at least get the lore correct. Um, but whatever, but like, um, so like the, you know, and like the fact that they chose to eat the apple or eat the fruit, um, was like the idea of free will. So, okay. So you have the apple, but like the thing, it's not even in, like an apple or it's just like this red ball. And they say it holds the genetic code for free will. What the fuck is the genetic code for free will? Does anyone know what that means? Yeah, What what is, like, how do you mass produce genetic code to take over the, the free will of people? <laughs> they and, kept and saying sti- that. And stick all of it into this artifact. Which, by the way, if it's the genetic code of like is it the genetic code of specific people because if nobody's used this since the 1500s or whatever it was they don't have the genetic code of anybody that's currently alive so like what like is it is it do they do like apple updates with this thing where they have to update the software every couple of weeks <laughs> like good. what the fuck is this whole it thing makes, it makes no sense because they talk we're like we can control free will we can control free will i'm like how like, like they okay. don't tell you how they don't tell you how like if they were like this ball has magical powers and it can <laughs> make people bend to do your will cool alright at least that's an explanation but when they keep saying oh it's got the genetic code to 
to control free will. What the hell does that even mean? Right. You don't, this movie doesn't, awful job of explaining anything like we we'll talk about films that give you like it's just exposition dumps and they give you too much and you don't want to hear it all this one i'm like begging like just tell me something (laughs) tell me something watching this movie that i i I literally like well not out loud because i was watching this alone but i was like i don't know what's happening right now like i i don't know who who is this person yeah why are they upset at this person why are they here (laughs) like so Okay, so that's something I, I was actually wanting to ask you, Joel, because when I saw this movie the first time, I was like, if I had not played the video game, I would have no fucking clue what was happening in that movie. <laughs> there were so many times, Cameron, I literally had no idea what I was watching. Because like I said, the story isn't similar, but like, uh, is it, it's like the shell of the story, right? It's based on. Um, yeah. But like, when like they made the reveal that like the... Um, animus or whatever the place was that they were the templars i was like i don't think anyone who hasn't played the game has any clue that that just had like that no. they just did that they're so it doesn't confused. make any it doesn't make any sense they don't tell you anything in this like they don't tell you anything in this movie these random characters are just like talking also what why were all of those other people there that's my question we're like yeah, who um, are all those fucking I, people? <laughs> That's what I don't understand. There were so many times where I was like, I don't know who these people are. Because well, like that's the thing with like the whole like the whole because all those fucking Templars show up at the end. You're like, where are there 400 people at this thing? Like, yeah. where did they all come? But then you're also at the fucking facility. It's like, who are all of these other people well, that are the fucking hostages or whatever it is that it's like, oh, we used you and we're taking like we we you went into the animus, we learned all we could from you, and now you just live here. It's like what the well, fuck? Like, yeah, what like, are we doing? Well, because like one thing and, is the, like dude, there was that one part where what's his name? I just mentioned a little while ago the true detective, not true detective. Michael K. Williams. Yes. Dude, he freaking asks her, will you let us free? And it was yeah. like the saddest thing. I was like, oh, <laughs> it my was. God. Like, well, so like, here was my question. Like, they were like, oh, we've, they're like, oh, well, what's his name? It's Cal Lynch. Cal Lynch. They're like, Cal, we've been following you for your whole life. And we know exactly. And I'm like, wait, so you knew that this guy was related to the guy who was the only person who got the apple and you've waited all of this time mm-hmm. to find out where the apple is. Why the hell do you have all of these other people? Well, also why didn't you just capture in the, like the opening scene where Cal is a little kid and you see his dad. Why didn't you just bring his dad in to do this? Then also, okay. I was thinking the same thing. So the dad is in there. Yeah. Is that was the dad not a good enough match for Aguilar? Like, why? right? Because he's also a descendant. Yeah, he's also there. Well, that's he's also what, descendant. I, I, was it? That's what I was thinking. Is it like, was the Aguilar descendant on the mom's side? I think that might have been because now that we're like talking about it, like because he killed because he killed the mom. That's what it was. Okay, that's what it was. It was probably on his side. Like I said, I don't think the movie fucking explained. But this. no, hold on. But hold on a second. So they set up a thing here where like the mom is also an assassin, right? Like we mm-hmm, see yeah. that at points. So at the end of the movie, and I know we're just jumping around everywhere. We don't care at this point. No. Um, so at the end of the movie, you see, like the three, like Michael Fassbender, Michael K. Williams, and somebody else um, are like the three assassins and they have the apple. So that's implying that the assassin's goal was to get the apple, right? So, right? Yeah. I'm assuming that was the case. They wanted to keep so, the apple safe from the Templars. Right. So in, in other words, they wanted sense. to get it. That was That's a big point. This is, I'm sorry. I have to elaborate on this. 
This is no, something that's that fine. really pissed me off. Okay, they keep painting the Knights Templar as the bad guys, but as we've seen in National Treasure, they hid the treasure <laughs> away because it was too big for one man to hold. So Correct. I don't believe yeah. the Knights Templar would have been the bad guys in this situation. <laughs> so that really took me out of the story, like from the get-go. No, it's a fair point. Um, so where I was going with that was if the goal is like if the goal is for the assassins to have the apple at the end and both the mother and the father are assassins, why did the father kill the mother when they could have used the mother to get to find out where the the apple is and to get well, it? Well, like, I think like, I know like they I know they wanted to prevent the Templars from getting it, but now they just have it. So Yeah, I think like, the idea so now that I'm thinking about it, so what probably actually, happened? Actually, no, yeah, you saying that out loud. I think. Go ahead, Cam. I think it just clicked. For so me too. I think Ag. So I think the thing was is that, um, the mom was a direct descendant of Aguilar, not okay. the dad, and so that's okay. why the mom had because she's the dad said he he was supposed to kill both of them because what it because they knew that the Templars were going to take one of them to take their memories. But okay. he couldn't kill the son. That's why they couldn't use the dad because the dad wasn't a descendant. It was why did they ke- why did they keep the dad then? Because I use it as leverage for the son. So so we wait thirty years. To yeah, because they it knew that leverage? they were going to eventually kidnap. Like I said, why didn't they get him earlier? Also, also, I don't also know. Um, why why was Cal Lynch being killed? Like why they, was he? They said like he like did. He was a bad like guy or something. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but like, but they, it's very, it's like a real throwaway line. Like, I thought I heard them say like he, I thought I heard him say he killed a pimp is what I thought He did. I heard. He says that later on. He yeah. says, cause she says, uh, everyone else in here is just like you, uh, murderers, thieves, whatever. And he says, murderer. And she's like, you killed a man. He said, yeah, a pimp. <laughs> what the fuck? He's um, like Robin Hood. It's, he's a good guy. <laughs> and he wears a hood. There are no That's good true. guys in this. None of these people are good people. They're I all mean, terrible. Like, it's very unclear, at least to me. Like, it was very unclear that they explain it that all those other people there were like also assassins, but like I didn't understand why they hated him so much. Right. It's weird because like they, like they're, instead they're, of thinking like oh let's try and get him on our side, it was instantly yeah. like a, he's gonna turn on us. Like, well they attack him and they try to kill him, and then when they find him. After he like unlocks the animus power or whatever the fuck he was doing, <laughs> um, they're like, "Oh, we're all gonna team up now. Let's I've got do the it." Power of the it's animus. Like, Wait, hold on a second. Like, yeah, it's like, like, oh, he he is the one. Like, that's what it. That's what it felt like. It's like it's just so dumb. Like, oh, God. so like, and between the Matrix and this, I've seen a lot of people getting plugged in at the back of the head. Yeah, for real. What the hell? So like, this movie is. I mean, you guys said it. There's not a single redeemable thing about this movie. But one thing I think is really, really, really awful, apart from everything else, and we've kind of touched on it, is we talked about how this feels like a TV movie. I feel like that is 100% because of how god-awful the acting is. Yeah. I mean, we have Marion Cotillard. We have Jeremy Irons. We have... Michael Fett, all these big names, Brendan Gleeson, and like all of their life. It's so melodramatic. The the music in this is awful. That was one thing I was excited mm-hmm. for. About at one point, it was reported that Kanye West was the composer for this. Was going to be the composer for this movie. Obviously, that did not happen. But, He'd be like, uh, "I'm coming for Pete Davidson." 
Um, I can't do it. I can't do a Kanye. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, but like the music in this was also really, it was like, it was like modern and it, it felt, it, yeah, it was like, I, I, this movie was just really, it I, was like a, if Ludwig Borenstein was bad. <laughs> I think that this movie is just, I don't think I know that this is one of the worst movies I have ever seen. I mean, it is garbage. I was watching, I was, I was looking up this movie and I saw like, like um like some video game sites were like you know the assassin's crew movie isn't actually that bad i'm like what fucking movie did you watch it's awful even if we aren't comparing it to the video game this is a terrible terrible boring you guys said it this movie is just so ridiculously boring and it's long it's two hours long um it's it was like fi- it was like 15 minutes of credits of like what are we doing it's an credits? awful movie it's like nobody that was involved in this wants to see their name here anyway so just cut the credits short <laughs> yeah what's pretty telling too is that a cgi eagle got more screen time than a lot of actual actors oh was, my god think, was eagle. it eagle was it an eagle or a falcon i couldn't tell it's an eagle okay Duh, come on ryan eagle. step up your raptor game well you know the funny thing is like the whole reason why they have the eagle is because like in the video game the eagle's nest or like or where you can like climb up and like look and like scan your map and you get like more things added to your map and then you jump off into the haystack but like in this the eagle all it does is like fly around yeah i was okay so again <laughs> again me being having no knowledge on this yeah. the very first time we see the eagle and it goes from 1452 to 1980 something i was like huh like <laughs> what just happened you're like that is an old eagle it's like what a crazy eagle yeah and you're like wow this is a movie about a time traveling eagle <laughs> <laughs> i mean that'd probably be more entertaining um i just so i mean what else is there even to say about this movie um preferably um, not much yeah, I, I have I have something I have something else I want to talk mm-hmm. about, but I yeah, kind of want to. Yeah, no, no, for, yeah, go. We're um, I mean, because we're all. It's not like there's an argument to be made yeah. about this movie. I mean, everything about this movie, the script is awful, the story is awful, the acting is awful, the cinematography, the sound, everything's bad. Yeah, and I don't think any of the three of us could recommend to anybody to watch this film. No. Um, so, like not even like from a joking standpoint. Yeah, no, it's not. Like I would it. tell people to watch Collateral Beauty because yeah, it's oh like yeah, wild. absolutely. Yeah, I would not tell people to watch this. No, dude, I meant it when I said it. Like every other movie that we've watched on this show, I would pick over this one. Like because at least all the other ones had something that for either, a wrinkle in time, either, either I kind of liked or had something that I hated so much that it was funny. Wrinkle in time like, looks Oscar worthy, is, Oscar worthy compared to this. Yes. It does. So it, here's what I want to do then. Um, and you got Big Oprah in that movie, so we know how much you love you Big Oprah. Big, like Big Oprah, Jesus. Because she's big so in that movie. Has, nobody has anything else of pertinence to this film to talk about. Nope. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking we do. Um, I think we do our refund totals now. Get them out of the way, and then there's another topic I want to kind of bookend the episode with. Okay. So, so let's just get this out of the way. Um, I'll go first. I, we, it's eight, we have it at $8 and 65 cents. This came out in 2016, um, which wasn't that long ago. It was only six years ago. Um, so it's $8 and 65 cents. Came out in January. 
Well, no, so, in North America, North America was December twenty first. It was a Christmas movie. Um, it came, it out, came out. It came out. This was a. This was the weekend that it I came worked out. at the it movie was, theater. So. It was. It, it. These three movies were the big draw going into the holiday season. It was Sing, Assassin's Creed, and Passengers. Ooh, I still haven't yeah. seen Passengers. Oh, I do not like Passengers. <laughs> I only wanted to see it because of the Thomas Newman score. Yeah, I mean the music's cool, the visuals are cool, but the the story is not. It's not good. Um, maybe maybe we'll watch it at some point. Um, so maybe yeah, it's Maybelline. Not, not a not a great weekend. Uh, when when Sing is your best movie, it's not uh, not ideal. Hey, that's um, your favorite also, movie. Well, I did like Sing too. I finally got to see it. So um, I just like that. I just like the music in those films. Um, they're very, it's very catchy, very fun. Um, also, just to throw this out there, just some numbers as we get ready to close this part out. Did you guys Six, happen? Did fourteen. You guys, did you guys happen 12. to look at what the budget was for this movie? I was curious. How much is it? Why don't you take a guess? One hundred twenty-five million. That's exactly what it was. Actually. Was it really? All <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, hundred. Cameron, the money savant. <laughs> uh, one hundred twenty-five million. I looked at this movie. I'm like, this looks exactly like one hundred twenty-five million dollars in the toilet. Uh, domestic opening weekend total was ten point two million dollars. Um, domestic total run was fifty four point six, and the total box office gross was two hundred forty point six million dollars. Um, hmm. So it could have done worse. Um, I was doing some research into it. I was like, if it did that bad in America, where did it make all of its money? It did really well. This is one of those movies that released in every market and made a little bit of money everywhere. Gotcha. Uh, it did pretty good in China. I think it made like twenty two million dollars in China, which is pretty decent um, for them. But uh, yeah, still not definitely not a fine a box office boon. Um, and part of the reason we didn't see another one. Also, just the RT scores. Did you guys look at what the RT score was for this? It's like mm-hmm. eight. Eighteen. <laughs> sitting at a sitting at a cool eighteen percent. Um, I don't know so, how eighteen percent of people watch this movie and like, oh yeah, that was pretty good. Right? It's <laughs> it's not okay. Um, Fourteen. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, probably just people. Yeah, probably just people that really like the games. I don't. I don't know. Oh no, because if you like the game, you should hate. I, the movie. I don't. I, was gonna like, say, I, don't I don't think it's understand. people that liked the game. Yeah. There's three. There's yeah, I three probably sequences never heard in the of the past game. in this movie. Only three sequences yeah. in the past. It's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. And they suck. Um, okay. <laughs> they all suck. Yeah, they're not good. They're not entertaining. Um, so let's round this up to $9. Uh, you get $9 back um, for for this film. And I will be taking the full $9. Yeah. Joel, why don't you go next? Full $9. Full this, $9. This is here. the first time in a while that I was watching a movie. And I was like, I'm, I'm kind of upset that, <laughs> that I'm watching this. Yeah, and you're and you're not like that. You don't no. get you don't get annoyed by movies very often. But this one got you. Yeah, it was just like, like I didn't know what was going on. It was boring. There was zero payoff. Like, yeah, yeah, that's another thing. There's no payoff in this film. Yeah. Um, all right, so Cameron, I heard, I heard, I heard you go with the nine million. Oh, the nine dollars. Nine, well. yeah, uh, nine million. Yeah, I want nine million dollars. Yeah, right. Time is uh, money. Class action lawsuit for having to watch this. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so that is a bookend for Assassin's Creed, but there's an overarching topic because of this movie and a couple other ones that I want to discuss before we get out of here. Um, Cameron, it was actually very apropos in my mind that you picked this when you did. Because another video game film is getting ready to come out in about a month or so. Sonic. Uncharted. No, with Uncharted. Well, Sonic as well. I mean, 
I mean, Sonic technically, yes. Um, but Sonic has something in common or with not many video game films and the fact that it actually was successful. Yes, sequel. Um, so um, I want to pose a question to the group. A lot of these movies that are video game movies that get made are typically like your single player campaign movies where there's already a story kind of built into it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you're not seeing a lot of game or a lot of movies where it's like a, like a, like a multiplayer game or something like that. That's getting turned. Yeah. Yeah. Or a platform. (laughs) Mario. Mario. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um, You're not seeing a lot of that. It's a lot of these games that have a narrative already built in. If you're a video game fan and you like these narrative games, like myself, that's the kind of gamer that I am. At what point do you just stop even bothering with these movie adaptations and just go back to your game and watch and like just watch the goddamn cutscenes on YouTube? Well, get, like at what point? Cam, I can I answer first because I it. think you're you'll have a much more elaborate and uh, gotcha. Go for yours will make a little more sense. But like for me as someone, dude, that's actually the type of video game I play the least. I actually don't care for story games yeah. at all. Like, right. Um, so they're not for everybody. Yeah, I get. That. I could be completely wrong here, but. I, I feel like a lot of those video game stories are so strong because they're video games. Right. You know what I mean? And granted, there are some that I've heard of and even played where it's like, oh, no, this would also – this is just a good story, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of But course. I feel like a lot of them are the fact that it's like it's a good story because you are the main character. You are mm-hmm. getting to live this story out, which is what makes it good. Right. Whereas when you're just watching it on screen, it's like watching uh, a playthrough. You know, like there are some video games where it's like I can sit and watch a playthrough and enjoy it. There's other video games where it's like I'm bored of watching somebody else play this. Yeah. So I think that's where a lot of the issue lies is that not every video game story is a good story just in general. It's just a good video game story. Mm-hmm. But I'll let Cameron touch on this because you're going to have a much more. So answer. I'm actually this might this might surprise some listeners. I'm actually not a um, a story video game type player. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I, I'm, yeah, I'm the I'm the biggest one in the group for that. I I I like people recommend get, like to I mean okay, one of the most critically acclaimed games of all time is The Last of Us, right? Mm-hmm. It purely based on the fact that the story is supposedly incredible. I played two hours of it. and I was like, yeah, gameplay is not that interesting. I'm done. Heard the story is great. I've even you know I I I have watched you know through explanations of the last of us story and the last of us two story i think they're great stories i think they're excellent i don't want to play you know 10 hours 12 hours each to get a story that i can get when someone telling me you know in a 20 minute 30 minute Mm -hmm. video for each each one that's not something that that's not why i play video games now if i play a video game and it has really fun gameplay and an excellent story with it I'm sold. That's why Bioshock Infinite is my favorite video game ever because I love the gameplay. I think it's super fun. And the story in that is really, really, really cool and really interesting. So let me ask you a question. Um, and I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh-huh. I, I would like to know this. You say that you, like you said, Bioshock Infinite, your favorite game. Yeah. You find out that they're making a feature film about Bioshock. Are yeah. you excited? Or oh, yeah. are you or are you nervous? Oh, I'm fu- I'm fucking stoked. You're excited. Yes. Even though I... but but even though the what we've seen in the past, it's not it doesn't work. Like, I see, okay. I, I believe that you can do a video game 
adaptation. Oh, of course you, you can. Have to, yeah. I know. I think that there can be successful ones. No, I'm, I'm agree. I, I know you can do it. We just don't see it very often. If because I think that I, because the issue is, is that you have the, the people, this is the biggest issue. And it was abundantly clear with, it's abundantly clear with 90% of the video game movies that you see. The people who are making the movies, who are producing the movies, who are directing, who are writing, have never played the video game. Right. That's the issue. And so when you get someone connected who plays the video, who has played the video, and I, I like, I, like, I want to make this clear. I'm not like saying like, oh, they need to be gamers. No. I like, as like, like I said, no one who's played Assassin's Creed would have made them this movie. It's no. impossible. Because no one plays Assassin's Creed and is like, I like the part where they're not in the past. Uh, like, I just need someone to play through. If they're making a Bioshock Infinite movie, I need them to play through Bioshock Infinite to understand what the heart of that story is. I need them to understand that this is a story about Elizabeth's dis- like, a, like Booker's dealing with his past. Elizabeth coming from you know, being cooped up her entire life and experiencing life for the first time. And then Booker dealing and figuring out his future. Those are the main themes that need to be done. I don't give a shit about the rest of the stuff that goes on in the movie. As long as they cover the main themes of the game, they can make a good movie. And it's not hard to take themes and just write a story based off of themes. But I mean, I say it's But apparently hard. it is. Well, no, no, no. The issue is that they don't take themes. That's the issue is that video game movies uh, don't take themes from the game. They take the things that they think will like are entertaining about the game. Like if someone played bio, like if someone was like, let's make a Bioshock movie. It's a first person shooter. It's a shoot. It's a, it's a shoot 'em up, bang 'em up movie. Uh, that like, that's what I could see going wrong with Bioshock Infinite is them getting the wrong thing from the video game. And I think that's what happens in so many video game movies. I mean, I can't like um, like Resident Evil, for example. That's what happens <laughs> in all of the Resident yeah. Evil games is like those are games that are very heavily rooted in like exploration and like kind of slow burn horror and um, and like story. <laughs> that's not what the, fu- the movies are about killing zombies right yeah. like um we see it all the time and like it really comes down to finding those themes and building the story from the themes rather than building the story from i don't know the gameplay because yeah when you play resident evil yeah you're killing zombies that's the gameplay like and they don't even take the gameplay in Assassin's Creed and make it about the game. They just don't no. do anything right in this. So, I mean, I know that's a long answer, but I, yes, I get excited for it because I think you get the right people involved. You can do something great. I mean, and I know we talked about this last week and maybe it's cheating because it's a television show, but I mean, look at League of Legends, right? Nothing literally has nothing to do. Arcane literally has nothing to do with the gameplay of League of Legends. No, they just, nothing took, they just at took characters. All. They just took characters. They took and characters the backstory, and they they took the lore and they explored the themes in their lore, and they made an absolutely exceptional television show with exceptional mm-hmm. storytelling. That I do not know a single person who's watched that and hasn't thought it's great. Yeah. You know, uh, like we talked we talked about it. like you don't even have to like League of Legends. No, like, I don't like League of Legends, but I watched that show and I was like this is exceptional. And that's because um, the people who are made who made it understand 
League of Legends and know that it's not and understand the universe and don't just think, oh, let's make it. Let's make a battle. Right. Let's let you know, let's yeah. throw these and they're fighting each other. No, that's not what makes League of Legends or that's not what would make an interesting story. What makes an interesting story is the themes behind the characters. And I think that's mm-hmm. what is not been happening in uh, in video game movies. And I know it can happen. If you get the right people, I mean, Guillermo del Toro had been trying to make a Bioshock film for ages and yeah. it just hasn't worked out. If you get Guillermo del Toro to do a Bioshock movie, yeah, I'm fucking stoked for it. Okay. No, it's fair. Uh, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's funny you brought this up uh, earlier. The next, like, we have Uncharted um, and then we have Sonic in the Mario movie coming up, but also wedged in there somewhere is going to be the Last of Us TV show on HBO. Um, you guys have any interest in watching that? Of course. Like I said, the story is interesting. I have zero dog in the fight. I I never played the game. There's a character that shares my name. That's about the only thing I care about. And for Pedro. Yeah. Yeah. Support Pedro. Um, well, and the funny thing is we're talking about, you're talking about Uncharted again, talk about something where, I mean, just based off the trailer, just based on the casting alone, it's clear the creators have no like they don't play they haven't played the game they don't understand what makes not, that a good game it, it's so ridiculous to me that if you like are like a, the director of the film that you wouldn't just play some of the game <laughs> like just play it a little bit or if you're like a writer like play yeah. some of the game figure out what these games are about and craft your story around that. Yeah. You don't have to pull the story directly from the game. You don't have to do that. No. If you did that, then my point earlier of like, why even bother would have better legs to stand on. But if you understand the lore of this game and understand everything behind it, granted, some things are more cut and dry where you don't have as much to work with. But if you understand what the game is going for, you can build an interesting script around that. And just it just well, seems like so like like Mortal Kombat came out last year. They completely missed the boat on what Mortal Kombat is like. And Mortal Kombat's not a narrative game. That is a fighting game. Yeah. But there is a narrative behind it. Every one of those games has a story of some sort behind it. And it's usually leading into the next Mortal Kombat tournament. And the one thing that that movie needed that it didn't have is it didn't have the goddamn mortal Kombat tournament and i mean and then take like i completely forgot for um alicia vikander's tomb raider Raider. yeah which is getting a sequel it's yeah which is crazy um i i don't hate that i don't hate that movie but i love the tomb raider games so yeah but it's like they like they they again that's another thing that they don't really they don't follow the heart of the game. I mean, that you know, movie that movie is not a Tomb Raider no, movie. It's not it is Tomb just Raider like movie. it is just like a like a it's not a Tomb Raider movie, but is a movie about somebody raiding tombs. Like that's it's not about Laura Croft, like the character that we know from the games. Yeah, it so I mean, I can't think of too Forgot many more about that one. um video game movies right now just because like I mean, they're 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 so forgettable. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's what sucks. Is that like if there were good ones, they'd be popping off in our heads all the, the right. whole, whole time, but they're not, and that's the problem. Like, like uh, what was... I, when I when I said earlier that Sonic is like one of the best ones to come out recently, that's not a joke. Like it is. Like I think that's that's a problem. Um, I think um, 
what's what's the like ready player one is the best video game movie i've seen yeah it's not even it's not even about video games right well it's about of it's a the movie is about a video game but it's not about and like a real video game right all right warcraft oh god i love ready player one detective yeah ready player one's great yeah detective pikachu's all right warcraft is terrible yeah need for speed terrible uh the angry bird movie didn't see it um either either of them didn't see him let's see I mean, you're forgetting a, cl- a classic which is the live action mario, mario bros movie. yeah yeah just they made a far Ooh. cry movie did they really yeah when um, did that come out i don't remember that. silent oh, hill fuck. yeah that's max Payne. Oh, the Mark Wahlberg Rampage. There you go, Rampage. I forgot. Oh yeah, Rampage. Fucking Rampage. (laughs) Oh, this is horrible. Uh, Hitman. That's right. They made a Hitman movie. Oh yeah, they made two. There were two Hitman movies. Yeah, there were two Hitman movies. Oh my god. There's. Oh, this is tough. They have Um, Warcraft. Is so you want to know how bad this list of movies is? They have Warcraft as the sixth best um, video game movie. Need for Speed at number five. Assassin's oh Creed at number three. The third best video game the movie third is best Assassin's video Creed. Game movie. Yep. I don't want to see any more video game movies if that's the case. Stop making them. Just stop. Just stop. Stop, Just stop, please. please. Just, I know it's all from different fucking studios. Oh, you know what? They, sorry, they ranked number one is the worst number 35 is the oh worst for some reason. cameron i don't know why they did that because they have super mario bros as the best one like the best like the best like, they have the as the best of video game is movies. it the best is it the best of the worst or the best which one is it all like, is 35 it like- video game movies ranked from least bad to worst and and super mario brothers super mario bros is bad. number one and sonic <sighs> is number two that Super Mario Brothers movie is not that good, so but oh well, what okay. are you gonna do? Yeah, that makes um, a little bit more sense. Yeah, they have well, Prince of Persia. I forgot they made a Prince of Persia movie. Dylan Hall, Prince of yeah. Persia. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot that was a thing too. Huh. Uh, you're just adding more fuel to my fire about these video game movies. I um, what do you say, guys? I think we're done. I think we're about done here with the video game films. I'm there's probably going to be another instance of another one of them popping up on this show at some point. So we'll save some of this discussion for when that time comes. Um, so just to do a little housekeeping, you know, what would actually be fun is to talk to our friends over at glitch cube and see what their thoughts are in the video game mm-hmm. movies. They, those guys, they know, those are the people we know that know video games best outside of our own Cameron, of course. Um, <laughs> so I'd be curious to see what they think about the video game films. We might have to get in contact with them about something for that. Um, but before we get going, a little housekeeping. What we haven't done in a long time is done any film recommendations. So, oh yeah, we I haven't got to pull up we my don't have to do box. That. And I'm not privy fully to what's next on the schedule. Are we, Joel? Are you up next? No, we have the we have the guests. No, we have a guest. Do we have a clip? We have a guest. And oh, we have, we have the clip. Oh, all right. Okay, so we let's do recommendations do rec- first, or let's do recommendations first, and we'll close out the show with uh, with our guest clip. This will be interesting. Does anybody have a recommendation ready to go? So I, no, I was thinking about it earlier and I didn't. So go ahead. Oh, um, okay. Uh, so let's see here. I'm trying to think. Like, what have I seen recently? I don't want to just pick something I saw. Oh, in I know what I'll say. 
I know okay. I'll say this is a movie I've never seen the whole thing of because I only recently watched the first half of it. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie I always wanted to see, and I loved already what I saw. Um, the Replacements. Oh, I love The Replacements. I've never seen it. And what it's one of those that? movies that – I don't that, know what that is. It's one of those movies like uh, uh, the NFL is – it, is it the NFL in the movie? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So they I mean, go well, basically. Well, it, uh, well, it's not. It's, it's a pro the football NFL. league. That's yeah, not yeah. But it's NFL. supposed. It's supposed to be the NFL. Yeah. Um. But the players basically go on strike. There's a lockout, and so they like hire, basically like other people who aren't professional football players, to be the professional football team. Um. And it's great. It's a lot of fun. Keanu Reeves. Uh. Young John Favreau. This man yes. loves to be in football movies. Um. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun from what I saw. Like I said, it was one of those movies where I was like, I need to see this. I've never actually watched it. Um, and it was great. Like, I can't wait to finish it. Yeah. Maybe tonight. I, lo- I love The Replacements. That's a great movie. Um, Cameron, you got one? Yeah. So, also, just as a side note, if you follow me on Letterboxd, you'll notice I recently upgraded my account to a pro Ooh. account. That's right. I'm Pay rich. So, um, what does that get you? I just no I just ads. have a little thing that says pro next to my name. Yeah, and ads. I was getting no really ads, tired uh, of ads, more, honestly. More stats, I believe. Yeah, yeah I get, get more, more stats. stats, but I really did it to get rid of the ads. Um, okay, I think, honestly, I'm going to... I think I'm going to recommend Bombshell. I know I mentioned it earlier um, in, this, okay. in this movie, and I, I think Bombshell is very interesting because I don't... The movie is somewhat of a... is somewhat of a mess, um like kind of structurally speaking they kind of do everything they can if you don't know what bombshell is it's the fox news movie about the you know the breaking of roger ailes Ailes and bill o'reilly it's focused mainly on roger ailes though um and they just kind of like try to include like literally everyone they can from fox news and so like it's kind of like a there's like these weird like scenes where like they just include like one person for a scene it's like some big actor for you know because they another movie that has all these actors and actresses in it because they're like oh hey we can get everyone um but there's there are a lot of like redeeming things about the movie as well like the biggest thing is that the performances are fantastic i still think charlize theron was absolutely robbed of an oscar this season i mean she is what can you wow charlie that might be the worst that might be the worst one charlie that was bad i think you got both names wrong you said charlie's theron yeah you did charlie's theron is that what it is that's better okay it's just you added a letter (laughs) okay well shut up shut up we went this whole episode without really making fun of you and then you did that well, she does an excellent job playing Megan Kelly. I mean, you can't and and like that's another thing is the, the, pros, the prosthetics. prosthetics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the makeup, prosthetics. The makeup in that movie is insane. The prosthetics are at the Academy Museum out here in L.A. And oh, they are they? Incredible! They're incredible. What they she looks do exactly that. like Megan Kelly. She carries herself like Megan Kelly. Her voice, her mannerisms. Yeah. I mean, have yeah, it, phenomenal, phenomenal performance. It's by Megan her. Kelly. Yeah, so I, I definitely recommend uh, Bombshell. Yeah. Um. So I um I saw the new Scream movie in theaters a couple days ago. Um but in preparation for that, I had I hadn't seen any of the sequels to Scream before that and I think it's a great franchise, so I went back and watched all of them in preparation. I'm going to recommend the one that I think of the sequels including the new one is the best one and we go with Scream 2. Um it's a fun follow-up to the original um 
Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette all just knock it out of the park once again, like they tend to do with these movies. A fun, fun new additions to the cast, a lot of fun kills. Um, so Scream 2, I think, would be a great film to recommend this time around. Um, so those are our recommendations. Are we ready to hear this clip? I'm ready. Let's do it. So let's go and head to the clip to find out who's coming on next. What's going on, refund boys? I am AJ on behalf of Genre Geeks, and I am here to let you know the movie I am forcing upon us. So this one's more of an emotional scarring for me. I'm such a massive fan of the original version of this movie, and it's one of those that actually really molded me as a weirdo. And so when they remade it, I had high expectations, and boy was I let down. I am forcing us to watch the 2014 RoboCop remake. Now, you don't have to watch the original, but I would encourage you to do that just so that you understand some of the not so great jokes and nods that are in this remake. But regardless, I think you're in for a bad time. I look forward to hearing Cameron's take on it because I don't know, honest to God, if he's going to love it or hate it. But regardless, though, 2014 RoboCop remake, I definitely look forward to hearing us talk about it. And I dread watching it again. Okay. Have you guys? Dreads. <laughs> I was going to say dread. Uh, have you guys seen the original RoboCop? Nope. Nope. Neither have I. I haven't seen this both. one either. I'll watch both. Fun little note. Not Well, not fun, but kind of funny. Did you notice... My phone like disappears, so it looks like I'm just holding yeah, it it does. this boob. <laughs> oh, wow. That was very out of context for anybody yeah. who can't. Yeah, anyone nobody, watching this yeah. screen. Nobody, nobody knows. knows. Nobody knows what you're talking about, but we do. Um, <laughs> okay. so All right, AJ. That's next week. Way to give me two movies that I have to watch in this week. You didn't, said, you didn't say you had to. I know, but you know I will. I did that with The Matrix. We, yeah, but that's because we did a whole Matrix series with them. Yeah, but some people didn't watch them all. Uh, some people barely watched the one he was on. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot anyway. of RoboCop mo- There's a lot of RoboCop movies. There- I didn't know how many of there were. All right, so that'll be next week. All um, right, RoboCop. All right, uh, Joel, why don't you take us out for the end of this episode? Hey, y'all, you can find us on Instagram at RefundPod. Our ever so empty Twitter at refund pod as well. Find us on all the major streaming platforms. Um, stay tuned to the socials. Ideally, I have something dropping video content wise um, either tomorrow or Wednesday. So just stay tuned for that. Be on the lookout. But thank you folks so much for joining us. We're very excited to have guests back on the show. First guest of 2022. Uh, we're going to have the Genre Geeks boys on. By Genre Geeks boys, we mean AJ and Heath because we don't want to have 56 people on this show. So thank you folks once again for being here today. And we'll see you next week. I'm not a man, 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 I'